Welcome to the Shulamite Podcast, an extension of Shulamite Ministries and Shulamite.com, with weekly interviews and teaching with author and speaker Martha Kilpatrick and hosted by John Enslow. This weekly podcast is a way to stay connected to the ministry. So come experience anointed messages, not giving just another method, but a living impartation. The thing I read to you in, in Psalm 46 says, I'll read it again, he who he brings both ruin and revival. The Lord did the same thing to me when I went out on this trip. When I laid out my manuscript, and it's really all written, it's all been doing for years and years, the warfare material, put it out on that table. This is going to sound crazy, okay? You'll just have to trust me. I felt like there was a cloud, a darkness over it. I couldn't think. I couldn't see it. I couldn't do anything with it. I couldn't make sense of it. And, it, and I realized it was warfare. It was demonic. There was some kind of demonic attack on it that really I never did get it together. I couldn't do it. And the whole week was rather a nightmare. And the explanation is, don't be so deceived and misled. Evil companions corrupt, deprave, good manners, and moral character. And the different translations and the Greek words that I went into this it says, actually, much worse than that. It will bring corruption and depravity. A person who is uh, evil brings in the demise of all. We know that clearly, and have experienced it for years with people who have a bitter spirit, and if they defile many. And the word defile means it's contagious and it's deadly. So the bitter spirit in our midst, we, we are called to watch out for each other, not to let anybody have a, a bitter spirit and, and so uh, become defiling. The strange thing is we have found some of the most deadly enemies in my chair by the fire. <laughs> Do not be deceived and misled. Evil companions corrupt and deprave good manners and character and morals. Don't let anyone deceive you. Associating with bad people will ruin decent people. This is in James. This superficial wisdom is not which comes down from above. This wisdom is earthly, unspiritual, animal, even devilish, demoniacal. Is that the right way? Demoniacal. Dem dem demons. For wherever there is jealousy, envy, contention, rivalry, and selfish ambition, there will also be confusion, unrest, disharmony, rebellion, and all sorts of evil and vile practices. And many, many ministries have been brought down by someone close and dear who is not what they seem. It goes on in James 4, and it, you know that it leads to murder. Jealousy is you want something and you can't get it, so you hate. And to hate is to murder. 
Okay, and so this is why I see this as being so vital and important, and why he's bringing it up. Because this is a picture of what is going on in our nation. This is, and there's no way that we can, we can affect the change that we want to see in our nation if it's transpiring within our body. So this has a grander purpose than just one issue, one person, one situation, one trip, one. This is something that is so far reaching is because it's, it is, it literally is the power to bring it into the nation. But if it, you know, I, I, you can look at the churches. Tons of them, tons of them, tons of them. You have this dynamic going on in churches. Why do we have this in our nation? Why do we have those who say they're with us, say they're in a particular party, yet they fight against that party? How does that happen? To murder. To murder, absolutely. How do you have that ambition, that... Uh, corruption where they literally can get up in front of you and tell you one thing and it be something completely different and and may I say aligning with China and communism yeah it, it, it is it's, it, but it's not extreme according to it, it, yes they're, they're, they're selling us out they're selling us out to Russia, China, whatever and for all for selfish gain, for very, very, very temporal things. So we're conquering it for the nation in this body. We are conquering it now here because we, this is what we are facing as a nation. This is the, the church's age, this age of the church. This is our issue. This is our problem. This is not just in our country and our government. This is in... It's everywhere. The reason why it's in our country and our government is because it's in the church. Right. Yes. It's the failure to take on the task of defeating Satan. Right. And so, you know, you've, you've got something here. You've got a, a manuscript here about literally defeating Satan mm -hmm. because he is defeated. And then you have this, this dynamic going on in our country. It, I'm telling you, I've seen it for um, quite a while. Months and months. Months and months and months and months, and months. That what we're experiencing in the country is what we're experiencing mm -hmm. in the church. And they're, they're, they are the same. It's the same scenario. Mm -hmm. Early in my walk, spirit-filled but very ignorant. And the Lord gave me a scripture that said... If you see someone going toward death and you don't sit, go out and stay, save them, their blood will be on your hands. But if you go out and help somebody who's on the way to the grave, then the blood will not be on your hands. And if they go out and they refuse to hear you, the blood's on their hands. But he gave me that mandate for a very prominent man in Clayton County. You remember? And I told Kenneth, I have to do this. And so I went... And, and told him that he was in a sin that he was going to die for. 
and I warned him that he would die. And, of course, he went to the pastor of the church and told him I was crazy, and uh, so forth and so on. I suffered for it, but nevertheless, he was in that sin, and it was secret. And he, I don't know what became of all that. I have no idea. But God holds us accountable. He holds me accountable if I know that you're in big trouble. And I don't, how, I don't tell you. We are responsible for this jewel that we've got here, the victory of Jesus over Satan. And you all remember, I'm sure, when I experienced the cross and I saw Jesus swallow death. And this is the story I love about it. Jesus says, if you'll stay in his word and you'll obey him, you will never experience death. And when Don had his, we think it was an aneurysm, is that what you call it? A blood clot, that, and it was. Carol called me to come, and he was in the chair, leaning back, but he was breathing. And I put my hands on his head and, and prayed for him, and, and uh, but he quit breathing. And I, I said, you're not going to do anything, he's not breathing. That's neither here nor there. He, he, they, we took him to the hospital and we went with him. And we went in the room where his body lay. And he was <laughs> smiling. And this is grim, but I could see the aneurysm, the blood in his neck. Scott questioned me about that. And I said, yeah, I did see it. I didn't think much about it. But he did have an aneurysm. It was his time to go. But he didn't experience any any pain or anything. He just was lying there unconscious. I guess, may have been conscious. And God took him home in the middle of people that loved him. And a smile that lasted through the terrible journey to the hospital. And we went in and we went. That's, that's what God will give us if we are for life. So the, the, the message is crucial and the timing is crucial and we are crucial yeah we are crucial we hope you've enjoyed the shulamite podcast for all the latest from shulamite ministries please visit us at shulamite.com where you'll find martha's daily devotions posts from getalongwithgod.com and the online library of all of martha's writings at shulamite.com downloading the free shulamite app is easy and livingchristianbooks.com is only a click away Thank you for joining us on this journey to discover a God worth knowing.